Hi, my name is Kati, and you're listening to the Two Non-Brits podcast. And this episode will be divided in two parts, actually, and you're now listening to the first part of it. So I hope you enjoy. Today's guest is Kati. She is from Germany and she is my best friend. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> so, you are born in Germany and you yes. speak German, obviously, and English as well, as we all can yes. hear. But you also speak Russian. Yes. Tell us about it. So I'm born, like I was born in Germany, but my mother is from Russia. And so I was raised bilingual, I guess it is English. So um, I can speak as well German, but also like Russian. And um, yes, I can speak both languages very well, I would say. So was that, I guess in the kindergarten, everyone spoke German and then you got I have to say I went to a kindergarten that was not only a German kindergarten, it was a Russian-German kindergarten because okay. I went to the kindergarten I was almost three years old, I guess and so it's pretty late in Germany, but well yeah. and uh, yeah and um, the problem was that I, I could perfectly understand German because my father is from Berlin, so mm. yeah and he always talked German with me, but I don't know why. Some kids just are raised bilingual and they're like, yes, I know both languages and I can both languages speak equally good from the beginning. And I was like, okay, I can understand both languages equally good, but um, I can't speak German. I, I understand everything I can't speak it. So I was always answering in Russian, even though I don't know some stranger just asked me something because I was a, I know, a cute kid or whatever. And I was like in Russian, yeah. <laughs> and um, and I was always, yeah. And so uh, my parents were like, okay, we will send her to a bilingual kindergarten <laughs> so that it is easier for her to learn German. And, um, but still, I was always answering in Russian, but I had to learn German because they were forcing, forcing us kind of. So with three years old, I could speak like a few sentences but they were all so incorrect, just so awful, <laughs> oh, awful. And with five-year-old, I could speak a bit more, but still my grammar was awful, like really awful. Mm. And my father told me then that as I was four years old, I just sometime, I know, I just one day I came to him and we were like, Papa, you need to start um, practicing like German with me because I cannot speak German and I have to go to school in two years. So I need to learn this language. And then he started to like practice German with me. Okay. <laughs> like to speak it. That's cool. So yes, that is kind of the story. So I guess not being able to speak German in the beginning that well kind of impacted your, I don't know, first school years, I guess. I mean, in school you mm -hmm. have all kids around you and... um. They all speak German, well, I guess very most of them. Yeah. 
did you learn yeah. German much faster with them or was it that you answered in, in the beginning and you just no at school <laughs> um at <laughs> no as I was at school like was six years old I was I went to first grade I could speak German already quite well sometimes my gro my grammar was not so good but I could basically express everything I wanted so it was quite all right already because I studied German with my father for two years so then so it was quite all right but of course school was like the thing that probably taught me German the most and the best because after one or two years I could speak it as probably any other kid also who mm. I know who's born in Germany yeah. um, but still the most of my friends were my Russian friends kind of and only like in the second grade I really had friends who also were from Germany because in first grade after first grade I changed the school Okay. So the connections with my friends, they also were a bit like lost. Okay. But this was my first time having German friends, like really German friends. <laughs> That's cool. And I mean, in a way, when you're like six or eight years old, so when you start school, your whatever language you speak is, of course, not that perfected in a way as when you're no, just... older. Anyway, yeah. so. True. Yeah. So. I mean, as I said, you also speak English, as we can hear right now. <laughs> and yeah, you also have Spanish in school. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I, I've actually, I think I never asked you, can you like, actually like talk in Spanish? Like, I had Latin and you don't talk in that, but Spanish, of course. Oh, um, so could you like have a conversation with someone in Spanish? Okay, so the thing is, um, I wasn't... Spain in the ninth grade you know we had this international thing mm -hmm. I mean you you did not have Spanish at school but uh, yeah so we were in Spain and already then I could have a small conversation with the family so I always tried to talk only in Spanish there mm -hmm. and it worked quite all right so I was pretty surprised in the family also because I have studied Spanish only for two years uh, then so um, now I'm studying it like for four years it would be my fifth year, but I, I do not have it anymore because it was just too much in school. And I'm just trying now to read like the first books in Spanish or things like that, just to not forget the language, you know, but because I don't want to to have studied a language for four years. And they're like, yeah, okay, I've forgotten everything. That wouldn't be so cool. Mm. So um, I think I can have a conversation because in school we always had to write discussions or I don't know letters and analysis and everything like that and I had to do that also and I always go quite all right with these tasks so I guess I would be able to do so like to have a conversation okay what made you want to learn all the languages then that you did the answer is quite funny because yeah. I I really would like to say hey I was this kind of kid who was eight years, <laughs> I don't know, came to his parents or to my parents kind of and was like, yes, mom, I want to study English. <laughs> I mean, I always wanted to study English because my mom was pretty good and she's also an English teacher. So I always, and, ah, and always when my mom and my dad were fighting, and that happens quite often, <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> so um, they were fighting in English, so I couldn't understand what they're saying. <laughs> so I, 
so I always wanted to know um, what they're talking about <laughs> because I was curious. <laughs> so I just was like, yes, I also want to learn that. But it, <laughs> um, to be honest, it was like, I came in the third grade and my school was like, yes, now you have to study English. And I was like, well, okay, if it's obligatory, then I will do so, <laughs> then I will do that. And then I came, like I changed school again because in Germany, every kid after fourth or after sixth grade can decide to go to another school, like to, how you call it, to a high school, basically. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> and my teachers were again like, yes, it's obligatory to study Spanish. So I was like, okay, I will study Spanish. <laughs> so that's how I came to these, I don't know, to these knowledge kind of. Mm. But um, like a few years ago, probably since seventh or eighth grade, I really, I start to like it, like really to like it. I always liked languages. It was always not too difficult for me. Mm. It just, everything just made sense. The grammar and how you speak it. I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. Of course, I make many mistakes also in English, but you just try to adapt to this language, you know, in kind of a way. So, um, and in, I just, there was just like a, a wish to learn more and more languages. My next goal would be, for example, the Italian language. How is I don't know how it's in English. Italian? Italian, yeah. yeah. Okay. So that would be like my next goal, just for me, because I think it's uh, it's cool to know many languages, especially in our world. Yes. And of course, know, <laughs> knowing Germany, uh, German and Russian already was was probably something which made it easier for me to learn language and also which motivated me because I there was no need to learn a language for having just another language. I had already another language. Mm. I just wanted to learn more languages, you know? So the motivation was kind of bigger, probably. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. In, in kind of, See, it always or the pressure it was lower. It always impresses me as well, because like every... Um... British person you know I meet and especially myself as well like uh, I only learn English and then it's, it's like uh, nobody learns another language which kind of it's kind of um, I suppose you could say sad because like yeah. we don't well we don't really bother this guy is kind of just the British people are just kind of lazy I suppose in that sort of way <laughs> but, yeah. yes I mean I can understand it English is just the language. It's not a language, it's the language. Everyone is talking or learning or whatever. Um, and I mean, it's necessary today because <laughs> I don't know, it's just necessary for basically every work you will do, you need this language. And it's a language everyone knows. So you kind of can communicate with others also. Um, so that's a big, it's something very good because I, I think that people need a language which can help them to, communi to communicate with everyone, no matter where this person lives. But of course, we shouldn't forget the other languages there are, which are also very beautiful, which are not less important, even though they are not the language <laughs> of the world, basically. So I think it's very important that we also teach our kids to learn more languages, part of English or German or whatever. Mary, didn't you start to learn like Russian, didn't you? No, yeah, I had Russian in school. We had Russian class together, actually. Um, yeah. That was a lot of fun. Um, 
but sadly I well, I stopped then and I feel like if I would start again I wouldn't even have forgotten that much because it would just come back but I was never like on a level where I could like have a conversation really or you know but I can still read it and I just love all the like the, the Russian alphabet and the letters and all I just fascinating how we have languages and different like letters and all to express them in a way also i mean i also started looking at some korean you know remember oh god yeah i remember that when you wrote it up on the whiteboard yeah we we're always in further math and um the other girl was in the class we would because she also had russian in school um so we would also always write some like russian <laughs> or korean words we learned then on the on the whiteboards and all that was so much fun so and also Korean, uh, also like, like I mean, I guess all of the like Asian languages have a different alphabet, really. So that is also so fascinating. And but I I think I don't know anything anymore in Korean. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I should start again, probably. You should, yeah. because. <laughs> It's so much fun, and then because we've learned on Duolingo, <laughs> and some of our friends on Duolingo do like lessons every day and do different languages and all, and then it's like this person got this many points, and this person has a streak of so and so many days, <laughs> and then it's just like give a high five. Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> oh my oh my god that's so sad. I'm I'm sorry. It's just so sad, actually, because I know if you you have dueling, you still have dueling, right? I have it, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know what's about you, but I I think the day when you have dueling, like already one whole year, you know, like this particular day, this app sends you an email or a message like, "Woohoo! Yeah. Uh, congratulations! You have studied on Duolingo for I don't know ten hours." this year or something like that. no <laughs> i saw that i saw that i i got the email of you have one year or something like that or like yeah can you rap, like from spotify but doing you know and it said you have studied languages this year for 600 something minutes <laughs> <laughs> oh my god and i mean this is kind of actually a thing you can be proud of because i mean you 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 just took your time to learn this language or to practice it and my message was i have it like also for like a year i guess already uh-huh. and i received this message last week and it was like congratulations you studied on duolingo for 59 minutes <laughs> 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 and i was just like bro okay thank you <laughs> i just deleted it <laughs> and i was like okay <laughs> Yeah, Aaron, how many minutes did you study this year? <laughs> yeah, it hasn't sent me a message yet. You should but, have a look. Did yeah. you check your emails? Actually, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> you should probably check emails from time to time, yeah, not just in general. Right, okay, so, oh wait, you're right, oh wait, it does, it's got the stats. 54. <laughs> 54 <laughs> I win, I win. <laughs> No, then some of our friends have uh, <laughs> days. Yeah, day streaks is like 
I think Cora's got like 500 day streaks. Oh, 500, yeah. yes. That's crazy. 500? It's what really are doing 500 days to Duolingo? Oh my god. So learning <laughs> and she was like, like how on Spotify it said you were 0.5% of the listeners of this and that artist, you know? And I think they had kind of that for the language you're learning. And she had some percent of all the tech. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was really impressive. Yeah. Such things are impressive. I mean, my highest, I know my best three kind of was five, probably seven days. <laughs> <laughs> it was, come on, I was very proud of me. It's not funny. It's, not, it's, too. it's more than I could do, to be fair. <laughs> About two days in a row, I think. I think my highest. <laughs> I'm not sure, but it might have been like three months, maybe two months, three months. Okay, that's cool. It was not that was that bad, but also then I just stopped. And just... the thing is, when you stop, you just don't pick it up again. Yeah. If you like, yeah, yeah. the day and you have like this streak freeze thing that it, your like streaks don't go away, <laughs> then yeah, that's true. That, just continue but if it's like gone then it's yeah you just don't really bother again yeah so it's you just don't do it and forget it you know my problem was with Duolingo that you know when you download this app it tries to figure out how good you are already in this language or if you have already any knowledge Mm. so that it can adapt to your I know level of language knowing whatever yes (laughs) and the thing is this app tried to adapt to mine but it kind of didn't because the, the app wanted to teach me new vocabulary or mostly vocabulary, vocabulary I already knew. Uh-huh. But despite that fact, I'm like, I know, or translate the sentence or whatever. And the thing is, um, it, it wasn't really helping me. I had the feeling, okay, I mean, I was doing it for 59 minutes. <laughs> but... Um, <laughs> but oh god it's not funny but um it's just that i do not need to learn new vocabulary new words with a new app because to new vocabulary i just can open a book and then just memorize them because it's not so 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 difficult for me to memorize new words it's just Mm. that i need someone who can talk with me or an app which will I know this app probably does not exist, so yeah. But someone who can talk with me, because a language, it's not a math formula or whatever. It's yeah. something you need to adapt to, so everyone can learn a language. Someone, For someone, it's more difficult. For someone, it's like more easy. But at least someone can manage it. Uh, I mean, everyone can manage it, because um, it's something you your brain just gets used to, kind of, to mm. talk with with a with another person with an international whatever and this was a thing which Duolingo couldn't give me kind of and probably nobody can that is true so yeah that's so that's also the fact why this app got kind of boring to me because it, yeah it was just kind of wasted time <laughs> like yeah yeah oh yeah um actually i've got a question so because you've learned so many languages, you must like have a good plan on how to learn them. So for all our listeners out there, like, what would you say is the best way to start learning a language? 
Oh yeah, that's a good question. I think the best um, the best way to start learning a language is first to have a goal or a motivation or some kind of motivation because you need to know for what you you are doing that or even though you are doing it only for yourself you just need to know that because if you do not know that you will just stop because there are always some points which are so difficult in learning anything that you just get bored or you're annoyed by it and when you have it you should probably i think it's always easier to start learning from for example little movies or for example with, when you when you start watching someone something and like have subtitles for example it's 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 a very it's a very bad example but when you want to learn english and you you know already a few words because most people start with vocabulary i would guess they want to they want to they want to use it and so they try to watch a film, a movie, a series, whatever, a series. And the problem is that they, the most things they do not understand because they have gotten only a few words. But to know a few words won't help you to build sentences or to know grammar automatically. You need to learn that also. So I've just, so my teacher just started to watch Peppa Woods with us, for example. <laughs> like Peppa Pig, it's in English. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't so great, but still, in Spanish, for example, I also just sometimes watched little movies, like Peppa Pig in Spanish, <laughs> um, that probably do not interest me anymore, but I can hear the talking. So I think the best way is really to have something which, which is constantly talking, which can see through the pronunciation and the language skills no book can teach you. But of course, it was also very important what my mom always um, has practiced with me because she's a teacher. She always tried to, for example, to... Marie, how is in English uh, Zungenbrecher? Um, tongue twister, I think. Yeah. Yeah, so like to teach me tongue twisters for the pronunciation. And also to read. You need to read, starting off with simple texts to more difficult ones and to analyze these texts. You need to probably also to learn, of course, the grammar, but that only doing step by step and always looking, how much time do I have for that? How much motivation do I have for that? Because you won't learn anything if you're just annoyed by it. So sometimes it's quite all right just to listen to, I know, some music or to some, some podcast, for example, and just to translate it, for example, a song you like. Because by that you also can memorize a few words already. And if you listen to the song much or very much, then it's easier for you to learn these phrases again. And yeah. so you should always uh, just think, yeah, just just listen kind of to the things which interest you or watch these things. I don't know if it makes any sense for you, but I think that would be the way I would recommend. That is true. And I, I can just... Um like confirm that in a way because I for quite a while I don't know a couple of years I really didn't like English and I didn't feel good at it I I guess I always did all right in class but you know I like didn't have the motivation and didn't have a lot of fun with it and at some point I started reading Harry Potter in 
in English because I read them all in German and I watched a couple of films and all that. And then I read the first one in English. And since mm -hmm. then, because I knew the book, I knew the story, so I kind of knew where the story is going. So I kind of knew some words. Like, my English wasn't from zero, like, level. I didn't know any words, so I knew some basic English in a way. So I knew where it was going, and I could understand the basic things. And then by knowing the story, it helped me to just understand the rest as well and to learn new words and all that. And so I just read a book I knew and I liked. And look where I ended up. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. To take some kind of books or films or even music, of course, um, and just yeah. listen to it, read it, even write it. Writing is pretty good. Speak it out loud also. Yes. And um, um, because before I read Harry Potter, I got some books from the library, and for all the Germans out there, Bibi Blocksberg had some <laughs> short stories about her traveling to England with like some friends and like host family people and of course that was all in English because you know and that was pretty cool and really helpful because it had just like this children level of language in a way so it was nothing too difficult nothing too complex and It still made made sense and all that. So even if it seems kind of silly, if you just take some age group steps back to just a simpler way of like speaking in a way, then it's really helpful because it just gives you all the basics. Yeah, that's true. That, that's very true because I think the most important thing, I mean, I had also, <laughs> I know, I was lucky kind of that my school forced me to learn these languages and that was the thing which also kind of motivated me or kept me motivated because I had to learn them to get a good grade. Um, but it's also the thing which, why this motivation to learn or to keep learning languages just is still alive and I think will be alive for the rest of my life, at least I hope so. Um, but also I think the most important thing is just to keep this language alive in your brain kind of um, mm. for as long as you can with reading with listening with whatever um, because I also know I have I've also noticed that I haven't had Spanish like now for five months that all these talking skills you had or this kind of grammar skills you probably had mm. they are they are vanishing like slowly but they are so yeah. the only thing I can do is sometimes listen to Spanish music Or to read, like, yeah, I have a simple book at home. And just sometimes to read a page, because that already helps me to remember some things. Or to remember some words, because sometimes I'm like, oh my god, I knew this word, what was it again? And like, two days after that, I can remember it again. I don't know why or how. It just, it's just popping, up, it just popping, I know, in my brain again, and I know. <laughs> yeah. It's just, I know, it's just there again. And the thing is... Um, The thing is that um, it is sometimes hard to just take this book. You know, it's harder for you to read because, I mean, I can read an English and German or Russian book and it would be quite easy. 
but a Spanish book, it's like, oh my god. <laughs> no. And also in in the twelfth grade, so I'm making my abitur, my my A levels now. I I think you would say in English. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's sometimes hard to find the time, and to be honest, I do not find it. <laughs> so because I do not have it, and yeah. I mean, I barely had time the last few weeks to read a book, and now I've taken my English book again and I'm reading it again because uh, because I just really wanted to continue it and also for my English. Mm. and for reading an English book again but when I read too much English books in I know one interval of time then I notice that my Russian even my mother tongue kind of (laughs) is getting a bit worse like and then I have to read a Russian book (laughs) but then my English (laughs) and so you just always have to find this balance kind of and that's not easy it's really not that is true um probably probably I can ask questions that's okay yes Yes. of course um like my question would be Aaron do I pronounce the name rightly yes yeah that's right Okay, so um, what's about you? So, did you have language in school, like despite English, or would you probably wish to learn another language? Or what's with you like? Or what's uh, about you? So basically, like I only learned English. Um, I think pretty much my whole family only learned English as well. So. <laughs> um, there, there's like there's options to learn different languages. I think uh, French, especially uh, Spanish, as well. I think probably German is like the third language uh, if you wanted to. Um, but I never said I never chose them. I I was I just learned English. Um, I kind of sort of regret it now. I think <laughs> I think it'd been quite cool learning it, um, and like I could have spoken. Uh, different languages with some of the exchange students like from last year um but yeah i mean the options there i think uh just a lot of the english students they don't really take it i think perhaps because like you said english is like the language so it's like i think they don't really bother with other languages which is sort of a shame but like um yeah, just lazy. So <laughs> that's kind of the problem. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can understand it. But well, so so you would wish to learn something apart from English, like in the next years, kind of, or yeah, in your life? Be fair, I don't know. I would. Yeah, it's cool. I'd probably German. I would... I've I've heard that German is like easy to learn for English, but then I've also heard that it's Difficult as well. I'm not sure like which one. Okay, okay, well, hang on. Um, you know what? I would really recommend you to learn German because German and English are not so well far away from each other, basically. I mean, they were, yeah. it were element, how's English? Uh, Germanische Sprachen, like from the folks, many years, many decades, many whatever ago. <laughs> um, and then German in English are kind of they have the same roots that's what i'm trying to say yeah. you know so it's basically it was the same language many 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 years ago oh my god 
many thousand years ago, probably. <laughs> that would fit better. <laughs> but um, the thing is that in German, for example, what's very difficult to learn for every international I knew or for every, yeah, for every person who tried to learn German is the, they are just the articles we have in our language. Because in English, you just say the, the tree, the desk, the chair, whatever. It's always the. In German, you say der chair or der stuhl, der tisch, like tisch's table, the couch. So you always have to, um, to, to, you always have to know or to keep in mind the difference between female or male, like, uh, yeah, forms, kind of like feminine forms or masculine forms, you know? And yeah, that is the thing which makes German probably difficult than other languages. But in French, for example, you have it too. So, yeah. Yeah. I think you have it in a lot of languages, don't you, I think? Well, French like, has yeah. some, but not, not nearly as many as you can have in German. Because the articles change mm. as well, depending yeah. on what you want to yeah. say. Like masculine and feminine. Yeah. Like Italian and Spanish as well, though, aren't they, I think. Well, I mean, they have, but really, because it's like, well, not not the yeah, same. And I... also, what Ma... so what Marie just uh, what Marie just said is probably very important in German. Like, I had the feeling, probably because I know German, that in Spanish it's easier, or there are less forms. Sorry for every Spanish person who is disagreeing with me. I'm very sorry, <laughs> but um, um, sometimes these feminine or masculine forms they just change. So. Um, you have like basically the same word, but in another context, in another sentence, and then it's another article or another form of the article. So it's also depending on the Falmari. Uh, how is that in English? Um, the cause. On the causes. The cause. Yeah, cause. Cause. Yeah. Cause. Oh. Yeah. And that's it's making it. <laughs> I'm making it difficult because I know it from my mother. She's also a German teacher, by the way. And she's very good at German, especially for a person who's not from Germany at all. But she has a talent for, a natural talent for languages. And she's very, very good at it. And also she's speaking very good. So her pronunciation is much more better than the pronunciation of the most Russian people who try to learn German who are living in Germany for quite a long time already. Like way better. <laughs> um, some words or phrases she can even say without accent at all but still she also has memorized the most of the articles they are but for example she can feel because german people can feel them kind of and she can so new articles are sometimes difficult to memorize for her, like new words with these new articles and sometimes of course she struggles with them and that, I would say, is the only thing she really struggles with sometimes, or still struggles with. So I think this is something which you really have just to memorize, and that is making this language also difficult. Like, not only this, but this is one of this basic difficult stuff, kind of. Mm. But that is true, because in general, not only for, like, the German articles, but I guess in general, if you really, like, know a language and have spoken the language a lot and you just kind of get a feeling for it in general. I mean, 
when you like learn a new language for example just english if you not speak english as your like first language then um it's you have to translate a lot and you have to think what what which word means and all those things but in a way after some time you don't need to translate it anymore and you just you mm -hmm. know you just know the language you just you can just say what you want or which is funny sometimes because you know what you want to say but then you forget it in all the all the languages you know so you just know the feeling of the word you want to say but you cannot think of the actual word which is quite frustrating because it's so annoying but it's also quite cool because you just have like this feeling of the language you know yes a thing that i always um think of with that is i guess it's kind of similar to it a couple years ago um when i was visiting you i'm and we went to the supermarket to get some stuff because we wanted to make a cake and you called your mother because you had a question about something and you were just talking in, in Russian because, you know, you both know Russian and, you know, that kind of talking and talking. <laughs> you were talking, at least to me, it sounded really fast. And then in the middle, you just said, elektrisches Rührgerät. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I forgot this word in Russian. Oh, my God. And literally, I just forgot what the word is in English as well. <laughs> But it was just oh. so funny. Yeah, it sometimes happens that I'm talking Russian with my mother, for example, and then my and my friends are just, I don't know, just um just standing next to me, for example, mm -hmm. and then I'm just like in the middle of a sentence, I'm just uh, saying something in German <laughs> or a German name. Also, and all my friends are like, "Oh my god, I understood that." <laughs> like, yes, <laughs> you did. Yeah. so yeah it, it's it's always very funny yeah i guess that's one of my favorite memories that involves language like when you just said something just really randomly in german in the middle of just talking in russian so <laughs> yeah. yeah it's it's always this mixing this language it just makes it funny i mean um for example at home my mother and i we are always talking russian together Mm. I can't even imagine talking really German to her because sometimes it's just easier to say for me to to say something in German for me, mm. and then I'm switching in, uh, to German for a second. But I almost always try to say it in Russian also for practicing and not forgetting this language and mm. just keeping talking in, without having accent or difficulties actually or too many difficulties. Um. But the thing is that sometimes we're also mixing languages up because it's just easier for us at the moment and the conversation is just faster, kind of. Yeah. Um, and that sounds kind of funny. And also, uh, a few years ago, my mom was always, no, we cannot mix up languages because this is very bad because you memorize the words wrong and then you will forget kind of both languages or the Russian language at least. because. Yeah, and, and it's not good for both of us, and because I'm living now in Germany too, so I can also forget <laughs> like a few things, and um, so we, we cannot mix them up. We always have to try to talk it, to talk fluently in only one language, like Russian. <laughs> and then she read an article. It was probably like one or one and a half years ago, 
which said actually that mixing languages up is just a sign for kind of um, for having for a good language knowledge kind of so that you have have a good feeling for languages and that you can use also make good use of them kind of mm-hmm. so it's just it's just a a good it's it's a good thing it's basically said and it's also kind of a good brain development i don't know but in terms of languages so that you have understood them or adapt to it properly kind of and my mom was then like oh okay it's actually very good to make languages up and since then it's not such a problem it allows to just make languages up i mean that that kind of reminds me sometimes when when i write with someone on whatsapp with some of my friends and we just i don't know someone sends a video picture and writes something funny to it like in german probably and then someone just answers in english and then the conversation goes on for a bit in english and then someone says something in german again and it just switches or someone says something in one language and someone else responds in the different language which is um and sometimes when i talk with my family like on the phone because i speak english here all the time well because Mm -hmm. everyone here speaks english you know (laughs) well (laughs) obviously (laughs) just come up to you in school and be like hello (laughs) (laughs) exactly sometimes when I'm on the phone with my family it's like I talk and then I say one word in English and I just continue the sentence I just say this one word in the sentence in English and then I'm like wait Mm -hmm. that wasn't the right language (laughs) and sometimes I just start a sentence in English and then I'm like wait no no wrong language yeah. Oh my god, I know that's so good. Also that's the thing so is funny. that um <laughs> yeah. the thing is also that sometimes um okay now I lost I lost the thing I want to say. I, I can just continue with another problem. Yes, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Also in Germany for example, we are talking like our generation is talking Denglish very often. Denglish is the term for mixing up uh, German and English. So, of course, obviously, you're talking German in Germany. But we also sometimes just, I don't just randomly uh, switch to some English words and then switch back to German. Just, yeah, just, and this is called Denglish, like Denglish. And mm-hmm. so the sentence is kind of German, German, German. Um, well, I also think, and then German, German, German again, <laughs> or um, probably more common words like random, cool, of course, like this is yeah. also a German word nowadays, but yeah, um, kinda, or yes, likely, whatever, like these words, there yeah. are way, like there are much more words, but I, yeah, I just can't think of them right now. So, um, but everyone understands, and it really shocks me is when I'm, the brother of my friend for example and he's nine years old or any random little kid and this kid is talking to me in german and then just saying random or i know like these words and i'm like 
no, you're nine years old. <laughs> you cannot know these words already, but everyone is talking like this. And sometimes adults are criticizing that, or also other people, because they're saying that we kind of lose our language and that we forget how to speak German properly. And we had this topic also in school this year or last year, and we came to the conclusion that it's not um, a loss of language, which is happening, or at least it shouldn't be. Um, but it is a it is more a development, a language development, because there are new words coming in from outside in our language. There are more ways to express your feelings, to express what you are thinking of or to communicate with other people. But of course, there still should sometimes, for example, be places like school, they, where it should be obligatory to talk only in one language and to talk in this language properly, I mean. Um, but it's not a loss of language, I would say. It's a development. So I think it's not bad to mix up some, to sometimes mix up languages. Mm. That is true. Languages, I just remembered. Sometimes when you talk, and you had to talk, well, for me at least, in German, and then you say a word, but you, you say the German word, but pronounce it English. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it sounds like a really yeah. bad, like one of these old films when the American... When someone is American and the role has to be very American, but they're not in America, so the role has like the person that the character has a really American accent and they're talking, you know? Yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> it reminds me always of that because you just say the word and you pronounce it really, really bad English. I don't know, it kind of always. <laughs> yeah. I just always get this feeling of like this old American person who's just. <laughs> <laughs> For me, it's more like the same with British English because we were taught in school, I would say mostly American English because, for example, our teachers mostly were a year in staying in the US and not in Great Britain, for example. So I would say I'm. I, I'm I know I can understand American English very, very good. And also my pronunciation was probably not really Britain, British or American English because my English is not good enough for having a, a particular pronunciation, I would say. But it was still more American. And then Marie like traveled yeah, to UK, obviously. <laughs> And yes. then <laughs> I just remember like the first <laughs> <laughs> No, I just remember our first phone call. It was like like first we were talking German. Okay. Then we started talking English also be, also because I was making my camera certificate. Mm. And so I, it also was my wish kind of to talk English. And I just know like the turning point where English started to become I know more British and not a German English like. <laughs> um <laughs> And it was it, it was funny because she just started to pronounce things differently, at least for me. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, okay. And she was like, do not say, I know, what what did you tell, tell me? Do not say, um, uh, I know, for example, 
tomato or something like that, you know? Um, because I was pronouncing words differently. For example, oh, I, I was you tell me. Which I'm thinking about. In general, in English, like in British English, you pronounce the A's in words more like an R in a way, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. like an yeah. Tomato or something. Yes. <laughs> and yeah. I thought, and I was just thinking of <laughs> words and for example, glass, like yeah. to drink the glass. Yeah. And yeah. It's just so yeah. it, glass and not glass. Yeah. Glass, and, yeah. like more American, I'd say. Like, if you're going to say Yeah, it is. Yeah. 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 Like the air, when you say the A, it's more like an air, like in glass. Yeah. Glass. <laughs> <laughs> it's more kind of American. The thing is, then I was thinking of the word classroom, because... Obviously, we had lockdown and online learning at some point again, and we had we used Google Classroom. Yeah. And I was thinking, did we always say classroom or class, or did we ever like? In I, general, I think it's did we ever say class because that just sounds so wrong. <laughs> at least for like. Me I'm not sure. You know, I I I think we always said classroom, for example, but or at least we do now. But um, I also think that there were times that where I thought that classroom, like class, where I definitely said class, because we were taught more American English than British English. So I would say that the first years of my, like my high school years, I definitely said cla- class, mm. even without these corona things. But just you know, when when I don't know when do our classes start or something like that yeah I, I don't know if you would say it like that but i i can come up with any other sentence so yeah um so but now and then Marie just was like yeah do not say tomato class whatever just say class <laughs> tomato <laughs> so and i was like girl i like ah yes oh my God. yes you told me not to say can't, say can't. And I was like, I can't say, I can't say can't. I can't say can't. <laughs> I mean, can't. Can't is for me I, a philosopher, you know? <laughs> can't. can't. <laughs> not can't. <laughs> and, but then I just was sitting in random English class. I don't know which exactly, but it was one day last year. And I just said class, um, can't, like, in this way, kind of. And my friend looked at me and was like, since when you start to pronounce it like that? And I was like, yeah, well, um, uh, um, yeah, <laughs> I do not know. Mm. And now I'm just, I'm just randomly switching it. So I really would wish to stay for a year, for example, in, in, in the UK, for example, because British English is for me the most beautiful English because it is such a special pronunciation because American English is more German-like and British English has more, I know, different high tones, kind of, different, um, it's it's like music you make when you speak because they're always talking with higher notes and then again lower notes. It, it, it sounds very different from American English or German English, at least yeah. for me. I mean, I've never thought of it quite like that before to be fair when, when I speak well I'm <laughs> but now that you say it kind of sounds musically <laughs> it kind of sounds quite cool <laughs> but it really does if you just if you just like really concentrate on a, on a scene for example from a movie 
where, for example, Sherlock or something of like that, where they are talking British English, they are talking like, ooh, <laughs> oh my God, that sounds so strange. But yeah, kind <laughs> of. And the Americans, when you just then compare it to an American movie, they are talking in one straight line, kind of in one straight note. Of course, you can't talk in one straight note, but it sounds yeah, yeah, more like yeah, that. And I know it in English, for instance, is a lot of it. It's not necessarily what you say; it's how you say it that actually m- makes the difference of how things come across. Mm. Like uh, you could, I don't know, you could be like having a joke with a friend or something, or you could be, you know, uh, saying something mean or something, and it could literally just depend on how you say it that somebody <laughs> takes it differently. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, that's kind of a bad example. It reminds me of Chinese. I, I think it was Chinese. Yeah, I did not know Chinese. Yeah. <laughs> so sorry for every Chinese speaking person <laughs> when when I'm not right. But I think someone told me that in Chinese, um, the word mom. So in Chinese, Chinese people talk also in a lot of different tones, like notes. But when in English or in the languages I know or think to know, um, it does not, the meaning of the word does not really change, you know. So, I mean, when I say mom or I say mom, it's, it's, not, it's not a different word. It's still that I'm calling my mom. The thing I try to express with it is the only one that changes. In Chinese, um, but in Chinese, for example, they are saying, I think, oh my God, mom is, Ma? I'm not sure. Oh my god. Ma or something like that. And if you say it in a constant note, kind of, then it's just ma. But if you say it in like ma or something like that, so it's it's not so obvious like I'm doing it, but it's it's more normal when they speak it. Um then it's then then the meaning changes to horse. Like the exact same <laughs> word. Interesting. And then, for, and then, just just imagine, you are you are you are learning Chinese, <laughs> but you can't really control your notes, kind of, in which you are talking. And then you're coming like ma, and it's like oh, oh my god, <laughs> I would be so ashamed of it. Oh my god. Mm. Now, so I now someone told me that I, I also heard it before, so I think it's right. I'm just not sure if it was like exactly ma or if it was like something else, but I know it's from these languages. Because I also, uh, I know, recently saw a statistic uh, where they they were just looking in which country uh, the most people have perfect pitch, you know? Mm. And I know, and I think China was on the top place, if I got it right. Um, because they are talking already um, in their language, kind of, and so many notes, the children are just adapting better to it, so they can differ between different music notes better too, kind of. You know, so, yeah. I mean, that's something interesting. I really like how languages influence us. I think that's, that's, that's very impressive.